bringing the world three days and 50 miles closer to a cure for multiple sclerosis. Whether walker or crew, veteran or new, join us as we share news and memories from MS Challenge Walk. Hello, Challenge Walkers and Challenge Talkers. My name is Ken Gagney, and I am your host for this weekly podcast about MS Challenge Walk Cape Cod, hosted by the Greater New England Chapter of the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. Thank you for tuning in, whether you're doing it on our website, through iTunes, on your iPod, your iPad, your iPhone, however you're listening, I'm glad you are. As I mentioned last week, I have begun my fundraising. Yes, I know I should have started it a while ago. Some of you don't ever stop. You're doing fundraising year-round for MS Challenge Walk, which is the way to go. Don't ever let the battle stop until we have a cure. For many people, fundraising is the hardest part of MS Challenge Walk. Not because they don't think they'll get the money, but because they don't know how. But all you can do is ask. I know it can be very awkward to ask people for money, especially in the Great Recession that we're now in. But what you have to remember is that you can't decide for other people whether or not they are able to contribute to your cause. All you can do is give them the opportunity and let them decide. You don't know people's connection to the cause. You don't know their priority for nonprofits or for this particular cause. You don't know their finances. Chances are most of them want to help you and will donate to your cause or find another way to provide you the support you need to undertake this amazing challenge of walking 50 miles and raising $1,500 or more. This podcast and all the people behind it, the voices you hear at the beginning and end of the show, the voices you hear in between those segments, and everybody at the National MS Society, we are all here to make sure that you succeed in every goal you set to yourself. And if those goals include 50 miles and raising $1,500, then we will make sure that it happens. If you have any questions about schedules, strategies, fundraising, anything, you email us. You email me. You email me at ken at challengetalk.org because I want to hear from you and I want to do everything I can to get you up to the minimum and beyond. Another person who wants to help you is Danielle Kemp. She is the coordinator for MS Challenge Walk. She is on the air with this show every single week, always with something new to report because MS Challenge Walk is an event that takes months to plan and it is ever-evolving to make sure it is one of the best regional fundraisers you will find anywhere. Its crew and its staff are dedicated to making this event the best it can be, and I'm going to get her on the phone now, after which you'll be hearing from one of our crew members. This crew member may not give you the advice that you've grown accustomed to hearing on this show regarding training, fundraising, and team building, but I promise you, after you hear her, you will never forget why you are doing this walk. Joining me on the line yet again is Danielle Kemp. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Fine, thanks. Are you getting sick of me yet? Oh, no. Could never get sick of you. <laughs> I'm going to put that to the test. <laughs> you have it recorded now. So what is new with MS Challenge Walk this week? Well, as some of you have heard, our theme for this year is music and dance. And we're keeping under wraps specifically what we're doing. But we're looking if anybody knows of any musicians that would be interested in doing something at the Challenge Walk. Tell them to contact me, Danielle Kemp. We are looking for all different types of music, from pianist to violinist. We have something up our sleeve. So anybody who'd be interested in helping us, friends or family, tell them to come to me and we'll give them the details. Now, you mentioned different kinds of instruments. What about different genres of music? Are you looking for rock, polka, folk? 
we can work almost anything in. That's why the theme is a, a little vague of music and dance. So if you've got a talented friend or family member who would be interested in coming down to the Cape and doing something at the Challenge Walk, tell them to contact me and we will work out details. Does this include vocalists, singers too? I don't know if singers would work as well as um, regular instrument playing musicians, but we'll tell them to contact me if they're interested and uh, we'll see what we can work out. Great. And this will be performed at the Big Top Tent at the Cape Cod Sea Camps in Brewster? Yes. And we're actually thinking if we have enough people to get some on the route as well. Oh, that'd be wonderful. That'd be a nice little pick-me-up for walkers coming around the bend. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anything else going on? That's the big things that I can talk about this week. We've got some sponsor stuff in the works, but nothing I can officially announce yet. <laughs> right. Don't want to count your chickens before they hatch. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, I look forward to hearing about that in a future week. Sounds great. great. Thanks, Thanks, Danielle. Again. Of course. I have the pleasure of being joined today by my good friend from the MS Challenge Walk, Marianne Dilworth. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Ken. Now, you usually go by Pocahontas. People might know you by that name better. Very much so. A few years ago, oh, probably more than just a few now, there was somebody on the MS staff whose name was Marianne. Actually, she was the volunteer coordinator. And it was a little confusing to have two Marianne's. So at the challenge kickoff that year, I was doing registration. And so as the walkers were coming in to, you know, get their clothes, change the clothes bags and things just to get organized for the walk, I was asking each one, you know, I need a name. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And so names were put out there and I'm definitely not a Tinkerbell. <laughs> no. So um, one walker said, well, Marianne, my experience with you is you've been able to find out whatever it is that we need to know. So we think you're a Pocahontas. So that's how I got the name Pocahontas. Either that or Dewey Decimal. Who knows? <laughs> so what brought you to the cause first? I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 1993. Right away I started looking into as much as I can look into to know about MS, but... I didn't go um, public with it. I lived in the closet for about seven years and then finally was secure enough, I don't know, confident enough, accepting enough to accept this disease, to start medication, and to let new people into my life that can make a difference. And that's what I think the challenge walk is, is just an enormous group of people who are all there to make a difference in my life so that I can have the strength and the confidence to stay out of the closet, to be able to be open enough to be able to talk to people like you, but also anybody who's going to hear this, to know that Things like a challenge walk where it is three days of like grueling walking and really difficult fundraising, that's the challenge, is making a huge difference in my life. And it's not just me, but man, I take it personally. It was hard to come out of that closet, but now that I'm out, man, I've got a strong voice and, you know, um, and now you can't hold me down kind of thing. Did you dive right in and go right to the challenge walk? Was that your first event with the MS Society? Well, I was there for the first challenge walk, like kind of on the committee trying to figure out how we were going to do it and copying, you know, other walks as much as we could, but making our own stamp 
and our first one was pretty raw. <laughs> um, we did boat rides there and then expected people to walk, and it just wasn't good, and we learned a lot that a, first year. It was a learning experience. We learned so much. And so over the years, it's evolved. It's not the only thing I'm involved with at the MS Society, and I tend I tend to be passionate about all the different all the different fundraisers that I'm involved with with them. But challenge is something that I plan my life around. I make sure that I'm back from a vacation. I make sure that I haven't scheduled anything that weekend because I just get this big sense of fullness. I guess that's the only way I could say it, like that I get recharged that weekend for everything that's about to come. I mean, you know, I had said to you earlier, I have good days and bad days. A lot of the good days come because because of things that happen at the challenge walk, because of the acquaintances that you make or people that you meet. The first year we had that challenge walk, I met a woman, and she was sitting. This was the other thing we did wrong. We served soup to people who were in cafeteria style. Don't serve soup to MS people. We have trouble carrying it. <laughs> so, so I carried my soup over to her table, which just happened to be the first table right there, and I sat down with her and asked her why she would give up three days out of her life to walk 50 freaking miles for MS. What made her do it? She told me that her mother signed her up. <laughs> and her mother was in Reading, Pennsylvania that weekend. So the joke was on Darlene. And she goes, honestly, I don't know anybody with multiple sclerosis. I'm just here because it's called a challenge, and I wanted to challenge myself. So I put my soup down, went over and gave her a hug, and told her now she does know somebody with multiple sclerosis. She started to cry, and I had to go back to doing, you know, whatever I was doing as crew. We're allowed to eat, but then it's very short. Like, shovel it in, and then you get back to whatever your assignment is. So that night at the uh, candlelight ceremony, there's a thousand people under a white tent, and it's dark, and they start lighting candles. And so you light one candle and then another. And So now people with MS, please turn to someone behind you and light their candle. And out of a thousand people sitting on the grass underneath a white tent in the pitch dark, I turn around to light whose candle? Darlene. So she starts crying again. Two weeks later, I um, got a package in the mail. And I was afraid to open it because it didn't have a return address on it. And it was during that anthrax scare, like you don't open things in the mail. Mm -hmm. And I opened it up and there was a note in there that said, Marianne, you deserve this more than I do. And it was Darlene's medal for walking the 50 miles. That was 11 years ago. She's a grandma now. We're still really good friends. She lives out in Springfield. You know, um, she has her sister-in-law do the walk for me, for her, because Darlene can't do the walk anymore. That's what I mean when I say I take it personally. I just feel like people are making a difference. For me. And there are stories like that up and down the 50 miles for every single person. We're in the 11th year, and I can give you probably 
a story a day for 11 years. Like that. It sounds like you meet most of these people through your crewing of the challenge walk. What is it that you do on the crew? <laughs> or would it be a shorter list to say what you don't do? You know, I tried a lot of different things. Um, like, um, I love meeting everybody, and so I do registration, or I've done work at the camp all day to just get things ready for that program that night. But like our first year, we had to kind of learn what the bumps were. That's kind of what's been happening to me through the challenge weekend because they just kind of find what suits me. And so we have found that what suits me is to be on the trail somewhere, usually somewhere where you're getting a little low um, or it's really quiet or you've just got a little bit more to go to get to a rest stop. And I'm there, usually with a boom box, with music that Darlene made for me. And I'm dancing and cheering you on, sometimes handing you out chocolate kisses or chocolate hugs, because you can all use them. And we call it Rara. I would say that's my... Out of everything that I do, yes, registration and yes, help at the tent, my joy is doing rah-rah just so that I can know. I can let people know why they're doing that walk and who they're making a difference for. Can you do that on your own? You're not with a rest stop or another rest stop? No, you know, um, no, I'm not with a rest stop. And yes, sometimes I have a group with me, but it tends to be people who are assigned to the tent or assigned someplace and need a break. And so I'll say, I'm going to go out for about an hour or so and do some rah-rah. I want to go. And so the past times that I've done that have now evolved into people having their own car with their own group of rah-rahs. I tend to be alone doing it because I'm not sure how long my energy is going to last doing that. And I don't always know where I'm going to be needed, so it's not something you can say ahead of time, oh, yeah, you want to be at mile, you know, 22.4, where it's not always that. You know, it. some days it's just before the lunch stop, and other times it's halfway to the lunch stop, that people are just feeling sluggish and they need a little inspiration and someone to giggle with. I think I remember one year when we had a, if not a hurricane, at least a rainstorm. And it was quite moist out and people were nearing the sea camps at the end of the first day. And it seemed like they turned the corner, the sun came out, and there you were. <laughs> I don't the sun came out, but there I was, jumping up and down in the puddles. Just letting us know that we were almost there and just had a little bit more to go. And if we could have survived that far, nothing could stop us. And I feel that way. I feel that out of all the things that I do at the Challenge Walk, I think that being out there to inspire people, if that's the word you want to use, or make them laugh, or make them feel like they can go just a little bit further, is the least I can do for people who are willing to walk 50 blankety-blank miles. I mean, when I see the people, like, in the nurse's tent, and they're... And they've got bruises, and they've got blisters, and 
cramps and they're doing all of that for me because I can't. I'm so humbled that the least I can do is stand in the middle of a path, whether it's raining, whether it's hot, no matter what it is, and make you smile for, what, a couple of steps? Make you dance a little bit in the middle of your walking? That's the least I could do for this thousand plus people that are willing to give a piece of their life so that I can have a good one too. That's why I do the challenge walk. And you're the reason we do the challenge walk. And you mentioned that you do a lot of other events. I've seen you at the one day walks. Have you been at the bike rides? Uh, yes. And I know you and I did the auto rally together two yes. years ago. Yes. And the bike ride, the, what I didn't get to this year, which I wish I could have, was they climbed the Hancock? Yes. That must have been so cool. Recently, I was just at the marathon. So we um, know uh, the MS Society has probably 70 people who run the Boston Marathon for MS. Mm-hmm. This year was really warm, and so it was difficult. For a lot of people, we have a, like a suite for them afterwards so they can come and shower and, and have something to eat in this year. It was at Boston Park Plaza. And it's again, so rewarding for me to see all these people and usually their families because their families are meeting them at the end and that's kind of cool. But to see these people, especially this year where it was just so warm and so difficult and they push themselves and again, I took it personally and felt like they did it just for me. And so, yeah, I laughed and cried a lot on the day of the marathon. Each of those events has their own unique strengths and qualities that draw people to them. But what is it about the challenge walk compared to those other events that makes you plan your life around it? What makes challenge walk unique? The word alone. The word alone challenge. I mean... That's the whole thing. It's a challenge for everybody who... And, you know, I don't walk 50 miles, but I swear if I were a pedometer, I would think that I'd probably do a lot. But I train just like other people do. Like, I get up every morning and walk as far as I can. You know, I walk for 30 minutes. So 30 minutes either will take me to my mailbox and back, or 30 minutes will take me a mile. Those are the good days and the bad days. But I train just like everybody else because it's a challenge for me. It's a challenge, I think, for everybody involved to keep up the friendships that we make in September. You know, to it's a challenge to make sure that we're there to make a make a weekend as spectacular as it can be. I think that's part of the challenge too. Of the different ceremonies we have at the Challenge Walk, do you have a favorite moment? You know, I really love when we first take off, you know, that first morning on the green, and those of us that are crew are there at like, you know, five in the morning. And every morning when we take off, I tend to be that little bit of a rah-rah going, you know, just get your butt out there and... You know, by day two, I'm saying you already did it yesterday, so just consider this a repeat, rerun. I love that part. But I think that 
the candlelight ceremony that happens on Saturday night probably blows me away every every year because there's always someone that I never expected to be there to give me the hug when I broke down crying because somebody's telling their story and it's so inspirational. So that's pretty special. And then in the end, when we get different colored t-shirts and um, those of us that have MS wear one color and those that don't have MS have another color. And at first I thought it was kind of like a Scarlet A, like why brand me? I didn't like that. But then I thought about it more and here are people who are wearing the MS shirt. Let's say it's red. And then the people who are not wearing, do not have MS are wearing blue. Here are people who may have just walked 50 miles who have MS, who are wearing red. And I didn't know because we were all out there for the same cause. We were all focused on this one thing to make a difference in my life, <laughs> but to make a difference. And it didn't matter for three days if I had MS or I didn't have MS. It didn't matter for three days whether I was jumping up and down and, and making you feel good in the middle of a path or I was getting blisters for walking those 20 miles that day. It didn't matter. We were all one unit. Red shirts, blue shirts, green shirts, whatever. One unit doing the same thing for three days. That's, that's the challenge. Do you have any hopes for this upcoming challenge walk? Yeah, you know what I hope for, Ken? I hope we never have to do another gosh darn challenge walk because there's a cure for MS. That's my hope. That would be great. That's my hope. Well, it's why we're all out there. And I'm very glad to be sharing the trail with you, Marianne. Thanks, Ken. Thank you. Thank you very much, Danielle and Marianne. I met Marianne on the challenge walk route years ago when I was going the wrong way and she pointed out the correct route for me to follow. She truly is Pocahontas, always knows which way to go and how to find anything, including lost sheep. Now that we've all run out of tissues, let's take a look at the event calendar for this week. And there are quite a few events going on, so let's go in chronological order. Friday, June 15th, crack of dawn, well, not quite, 7.45 a.m. at Global Fitness in Stowe, there is a master class being hosted by the Waka Waka Wakas. This is a great opportunity to, to participate in a workout class and get some training in while benefiting MS Challenge Walk. It's a $25 donation required to participate, and you don't have to be a member of the gym. This is actually an event that we plugged a couple weeks ago, but they had to change the date, so now it's on June 15th at 7.45 a.m. If you get up early for that class, be sure to stay up late, too, because the Lombardi Party is going to rock the walk. They're having a party at Sons of Italy in Woburn, starting at 7 o'clock p.m. There will be plenty of raffles and also the music of Fortune. Not familiar with Fortune? You can go on their website and listen to some of their tunes. This event is, again, June 15th, Friday at 7 p.m., Sons of Italy in Woburn. Tickets for the Fortune concert are available online. The very next day, if you have any money left on you after all those raffles, you can join Bonnie's Believers for a day at Mohegan Sun Casino. They are renting a luxury coach that will be departing from Berlin, Massachusetts. They will take you to Mohegan Sun. 
with a $15 voucher for food and a $15 voucher with which to gamble to your heart's content, or as much as you can make with $15, at the slots, craps, or the card tables. Tickets for this event are $50. As I said, the bus leaves at 10 a.m. It'll bring you back to Berlin at 8 p.m. There are only 55 spots on the bus, so make sure you reserve your seat. And the next day, the fourth and final event for this episode of MS Challenge Talk is Rockin' for Walkin' Benefit Dance, being held at the VFW, that's the Veterans of Foreign Wars, in Avon, Massachusetts. $25 goes towards the American Dream Team and gets you in from 7 to 11 p.m. at the VFW for a great party with dancing, raffles, and the music of Dale and the Duds. They also have a website where you can dig their tunes, then jam out with them live. Again, that's $25 on June 16th, 7 to 11 p.m. at the VFW in Avon, benefiting the American Dream Team. And that is a busy week, so there are plenty of opportunities for you to, to get your fundraising on and get your training on. I hope you partake of as many of them as possible. We may be preaching to the choir by plugging these fundraisers to you, our loyal listeners, but we are all a community. We are all on the same team. And how many of us have not donated to the cause for which we are fundraising at some point or the other? So I hope many of you will take advantage of these opportunities and you will stay tuned to next week's episode of MS Challenge Talk. We'll have more fundraisers, more interviews, and more encouragement to get you everything that you need to master the challenges that you have undertaken. Thanks for listening. Remember to email me, ken at challengetalk.org with your comments, questions, and concerns. I'll speak with you soon. This has been MS Challenge Talk. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.challengetalk.org.